0: One of the things we could talk about is how our guest hub you're here, here got his nickname.
1: <laughs>
0: and how it has evolved to like have an extra two or three syllables than it needs to.
2: Hey, what can I say? My fingers just go, man. Sometimes I can't stop them. But you don't even
0: look before you hit send. You're just like, let's go.
2: Pretty well. Sometimes I just, I know I got the hub and then I just <laughs> yeah. go.
3: Yeah, the rest of it is irrelevant and yeah. can be very lengthy.
0: Yeah, it's like Hubbier <laughs> said. As long as the first and last letter is correct, the rest, meh.
3: Yeah, the rest is a mystery. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, the Monster Hunter chat one, it's like Hubbier, Toento, Igaunga. <laughs> it's
3: think pretty it's big. Like 20 letters, give or take. <laughs> pretty big one.
0: See, it went from like a normal two syllable name to like. Just this arbitrary word that has like five or four or five syllables.
3: Yeah. Hey, and Very, very transitory.
2: I can't help it. The sure yeah. mind does what the sure mind does. <laughs>
3: like a <laughs> year or two ago, you just smashed the damn keyboard.
2: It was because I actually like typoed your name, I think, to Hubier or Hunter yeah. Eat or something. Something, <laughs> one of like the first ones. I'm pretty sure it was just yeah. Hubier. But uh, yeah. yeah, the
3: first one was that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's how it started. That was an understanding mistake. But yeah,
2: then the last year of camping, I just called you hubby the entire time, and now it's <laughs> no, now no. it's just a thing.
3: Yeah.
0: And a meme. Was I going. called
2: you hubby this whole year though. <laughs> this this <laughs> entire time at uh, camping, pretty
3: often, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was definitely a fun time. We all had camping.
4: That was. It was yeah, a it's good great.
0: Time. It was nice to see yeah. everyone again. Yeah, I think that was the
2: the last time I saw Bigsby. There before that was when I was doing the podcast in person when you guys first started. I
4: think. Yeah, oh, yeah that dude. was ages ago. Yeah, that wow. was ages and ago. What
2: was that like last October? Maybe was it October, Novemberish? Yeah, it was okay. before Christmas. Oh, I wonder- I'm pretty sure.
0: It was like within our first 10 episodes, maybe even yeah. 11 or 12. I think it was. But we had you on yeah. twice, I know that. So you it were in been episode like first...
4: 5, but I think there was another one after that you were in as well.
1: But yeah.
4: I'm not sure right yet which one it would have been. But anyways, it's great to have you back on. It's definitely been a while.
0: Yeah, if yeah. you guys didn't know, these are our guests this week, uh, Sherb and Hubier.
4: Oh yeah, it's episode um... 40 balcony banter i'm big b
0: and i'm bees
4: <laughs> glad, glad we have such consistency with the intro <laughs> So
0: we're so professional
3: we get yeah, there is, we get there high production value going on
2: <laughs> i mean kev just screams professional like have you seen the man oh yeah oh.
0: of course
4: i mean i don't know he's he's going around the camp with the uh the camera and getting the pictures and stuff he gets into it he, he, he fills the role
0: oh yeah, yeah. me yeah me another mm-hmm. friend of ours uh we like to take photos of the camping just to document the experience because it's always good to have photos to look back on these memories
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's always and good to get them
3: year, you didn't non-consensually like steal someone's shoes for the whole time yeah
0: really <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, good times I feel like that's the thing I feel like it wouldn't have been that big of sh- an issue but it was just so muddy there and it's like okay yeah, yeah that I f- understand <laughs> oh man I love the f- that picture oh the picture yeah I don't really mind the <laughs> meme itself <laughs> I just feel like a moron a fucking idiot every time it's brought up
2: The picture yeah. of you in her, sh- in her shoes too I- these are yeah. our girl's <laughs> shoes that Beast like took without asking camping Hey, and <laughs> he's fit? just standing there with his friggin' long legs out, with his high waist socks.
0: Yeah, his socks pulled all the way up. Ah, oh, it was
2: such a good pick.
0: It, it I is love a decent it. photo. Mm.
4: Good. I mean, no, like, this year. Send that to me later, sure. <laughs> oh, I'll
2: do out. it right now, bud. <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> oh, this year was more of like of a tamer year, I'd say. Like nothing too crazy happened, I'd say. Yeah, like there we definitely know, more were funny moments. In the woods. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't die <laughs> and get lost. Yeah, really.
4: I started getting up fucking early in the morning, so I couldn't stay up nearly as late as I wanted to. Both fucking like, nights, I wanted to sit up real late by the fire, and both nights, I just fucking couldn't keep myself. Yeah, to, to do it. Yeah,
0: that's fair.
2: That was usually like people were up until like two. Like there's usually a handful of us up till two. This yeah. year, everybody crashed like midnight at the latest, a except for rooper. bees.
0: Yeah, I'm always the last one at the fire.
3: <laughs> yeah, bizarrely, like I was one of the later ones up.
0: It yeah, the crazy. second night you were you were up uh, pretty long.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, the second night I had a uh, drunk woman to attend to, and That's then true. she kind of she pulled me <laughs> into the tent. If you must know, if you catch my drift, there. Right. right so. Of course. <laughs> that was uh. That was a she nice wanted, way to end she
4: that wanted night.
2: To <laughs> She wanted robots butts. She bud. You wanted it. <laughs> I crossed another person off my list.
3: That is that is probably nice. Just cool wilderness air, just birds chirp. Well, I guess it wouldn't be birds chirping at like one AM, but oh, I it's mean sort of vibe, I guess.
1: Speaking of the... bats,
0: oh the man,
4: balloons. bats there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the nice thing about that area. It's Just like. You're obviously, like, right on the lake, so you hear, yeah, like, all the nature around you, the birds, the loons, sometimes bats, be spoopy, but I'm pretty sure, I can't remember if this was mentioned last time, or one of our earlier episodes, but speaking of the cool air, you had to go back uh, to where we were you were living and get some blankets, because it was really cold that first uh, day. Uh,
4: we talked about that last week, yeah, five Ah, uh, okay. Minutes. God. And then we got the fucking truck stuck on the fucking slope. Hey, yeah, we had
1: me pick the crew. Through. We got you, we got <laughs> <Yeah>. you, man.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, well, if fucking... it's any consolation, it was not just you who got stuck. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. a yeah. yeah, little car, car made it as well. well little no, Honda I'm was good.
2: like, nope, I'm good.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, once he, know
0: once know he got the tire part. reinflated
3: yeah, yeah, what,
0: was that issue? Like, yeah tire. what was that issue like <laughs> it was flat when you got there I,
3: like so, so like two like a day or two before we went i like noticed it was a little like lower i figured it just was like because i've been driving on it for a while so i just pumped it up a bit but then like the next day i woke up it was like in the fucking ground so i was but it was like i couldn't get tires in time to like get uh, okay and leave so i was just like i'll just bring uh Pump and and hope and it worked.
0: So, oh, at least you had a pump <laughs> to bring. That's a nice. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it still was pretty funny at the end of at the end of the yeah. trip, seeing you get the compressor out and just hearing it. <laughs> like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, Hubby was just filling up his tire.
3: <laughs> I, I can I can see the humor in the situation.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're all having lunch or whatever. Meanwhile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta fill up my tire, boys, so I can make it home. <laughs> <laughs> that was some, some good shit. Yeah, there wasn't really any big memes, though, aside from Your Tire. And, uh, Bigsby having to run home for blankets. That's like <laughs> a five-hour drive just for blankets. Oh, <laughs> it was uh, necessary. No, no, it was four, But,
4: yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> I
1: had <have> fun... <laughs>
4: Coming back, once I had some coffee and I me and I was more awake, I had some fun driving back up the, the truck and stuff. Just zooming around the back road and stuff
0: up there now. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. No one with you, just zooming yeah.
3: Yeah, I I also forgot uh, all manner of pillows and blankets and figured, you know what? It probably won't be that cold. I'll be fine. Oh, no. like <laughs> It was like five degrees and I was
2: Man, that that was one of the colder nights we've ever had <laughs> yeah. camping
3: wise oh yeah out every single piece of clothing i brought and eventually i was well, fine but well cuz like yeah. last
4: year i found it was super hot and i remember it being yeah. pretty warm like at night and the whole week leading up to the trip it was hot as hell and then uh-huh. it just happened to be that weekend was the weekend it like cooled down for whatever reason
3: I know, like, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, oh, I'll be fine. It was pretty toasty. I didn't really need blankets last time, and I was completely fucking wrong.
2: Yeah, I, uh... Like, the last year we went... If it didn't rain that night, I think we all would have got heat stroke in our fucking tents. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The only, the only way I fell asleep was I had raindrops on my head cooling me off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it was... It was bad for me, too, because, like, I was in the trailer, and I was in one of the upper bunks, so obviously, like, hot air is oh, yeah, it's a bit hotter up there. Is. I swear, it had to have been, like, 40 degrees up there. Like, it was just not, like, sleepable. So I literally had to go in my car and just, like, sleep there, because it was probably, it felt definitely, like, at least 10 degrees cooler. But my word, yeah, that trailer was just unbearable that year.
3: Yeah, Yeah, you no, didn't like, even put any uh,
2: windows down, either. So oh yeah, because your mosquitoes. car was all fogged up, and we were like, "Did you overheat in there or what?" Yeah,
0: like Beez is
2: probably dead in there.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was like noon the next day, and I walked over and knocked on the window, and you did not like flinch at all. I thought you were just dead.
0: Oh no, he's just dead. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Again. <laughs>
3: every fucking
4: well, I guess not like every year. year I think that's true. You broke the cycle.
0: You're oh, I dead. didn't, like, no, no one really got, like, was dead, like, drunk-wise. Like, it, it was definitely, like, a high energy level, but uh, we were all pretty tame when it comes to, like, with, the like, the alcohol and stuff. Well, uh,
2: I hadn't really drank too too much. I had the odd one following up to this camping, but I actually drank my whole 26er crack in that oh, I brought.
0: Damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> a
4: good few beers and other stuff. I, I wouldn't say I was necessarily holding back, but I was also smoking a lot of weed too. But you know.
2: Yeah, that's uh I find when it's like at the end of the night and everybody starts doing that, it's it's ogre. It's all yeah, ogre from there. It's over.
3: <laughs> yeah, everyone's just like barely conscious.
2: <laughs> Friggin' Josh sitting at the campfire falling asleep. <laughs> Same with
0: Mank. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, Go to bed.
3: Like Completely unconscious for, like, several hours.
0: Yeah, really?
4: What's new with you, gentlemen?
2: Uh, not really too, too much. I, uh, got my brother's buck and doe tomorrow that we've had to cancel three times. I was, I was gonna say, I swear,
0: I was gonna say, yeah, I swear you've had that planned, like, at least three times.
2: <laughs> I had that planned for, like, last August. And we had to reschedule Damn. it and reschedule it, and reschedule it.
0: Well, I if, remember at the earlier in the year, you were worried, because uh, it was on originally on like the day of our camping trip, but um, yeah. I guess it got rescheduled.
2: Yeah, last year, it was on the Saturday of our camping trip. Ah. Uh, so yeah, it would have ruined the entire time. We'd have been there Friday
0: and leave Saturday. Ah, uh, shit, yeah. I guess it's a good thing got rescheduled in that case, then. Yeah, for sure. But, uh,
2: yeah, other than that, I have his wedding in October, but I don't really have to do too much for that. Are you a groomsman? I'm the the best man. Oh. Yeah. Got my speech all made up. Oh. Do you make fun fun of him? How much well, about <laughs> butts? I, I mean, nothing about butts. nothing about that, That's a that's, uh, that's, that's the friend group thing. The family don't know about the butt thing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll probably come out at my day, wedding. At but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you never know, man. Get a couple of drinks from me. Maybe they'll be running around asking the uncles to rub butts. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. I got my speech. It's pretty tame. The uh, the wedding hoster person, like the area they booked for it, said to keep your speeches like a minimum of like three minutes, because long speeches just ruin the entire night. Yeah, that's, you, you said there. That. So uh, I make fun of him a little bit, but not too much. There's too much shit to make fun about my brother for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so when you don't want to go too hard and like yeah funny and.
2: Yeah. I got a couple good jobs in there, but oh. it's pretty tame considering what it could have been. <laughs> but uh yeah, other than that, nothing really too much different. I'm punched at work. Stupid ass summer being busy.
0: Well uh, I, I'm I know at least Sherba's sure seen it. oh yeah, Shervin Hubier have seen it, I, oh, yeah, sure have it but uh Big B have like well, uh has it does anyone wanna Oh my word, I can't talk. Does anyone have thoughts on the new Pokemon game, uh, Legend of Ar- Arceus? Legends of Arceus, bud. Arceus, my apologies. Ar- well, how do you say it? Doctor yeah, it's Arceus. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I'll, I'll never be able to say that.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a Pokemon, who cares? We know what you're talking about either way.
1: Yeah.
3: No, I care cuz I'm like Super, like, I have to say things right or I'll like lose my mind. But now, what do I do? (laughs) It really doesn't matter anyway.
2: Just have to call him like the god (laughs) goat, I guess. Yeah,
4: I suppose. I find that need to have things said correctly to be very ironic considering your nickname. (laughs) Yeah,
3: it is. It's it's a real mark of shame, isn't it? (laughs) 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 Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, if you want my opinion on it, I was very skeptical skeptical of it when it first got revealed. Like, was it? A, it wasn't a year ago, was it? I Maybe don't like think it was so.
4: To be. Or no, I think sure, it was I don't like, remember, but ten,
2: eleven months. Ago. Yeah, I don't know. It it got revealed with the remakes initially, yeah,
3: and I, I gotta say, it, it looked rough. Movie, yes
2: the fps oh, yeah. <laughs> and even the graphics looked real rough but it looks like i mean graphic wise i'm not impressed with it i uh, i think that's something game freak really has to work on yeah but uh sure. i'm i'm excited for it i don't know it- if i want to pay full full price for it but i am excited for this one
4: there there is something about like the almost kind of like breath of the wild style openness but it's still looking and feeling kind of like a traditional pokemon game in some ways like when you see the battle system menu it feels more open and in like natural i guess than maybe what the game's doing and kind of just putting you in like a separate zone when you do the fight kind of thing like it yeah feels like you're in the environment where you encountered them and but it's, yeah, so you still sure. see the same four-move battle menu and stuff. Like, it still looks familiar. It's, it's interesting.
0: Like, it's the same enough where, like, you recognize and, like, you resonate with, like, oh, it's a Pokemon game. Like, I, I know these. But it changes up the formula also enough where it's, like, oh, this is, like, actually different from what has been released for, like, the last 20 years.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, they said the same thing about with Sun and Moon, right? And then instead of Gym Leaders, we had Totem Pokemon and yeah. Cinematics for days. But uh, I i am willing to give this one more of a shot than Sword and Shield. Yeah, that's they, true. Um, I'm excited that you have to, like, there is the Pokedex function is pretty cool. So it's like back in time, right? So it's like a notepad instead of a Pokédex, and you have to catch the same Pokémon more than once to fill out that dex entry. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: And even like hit it with like certain moves, or there's like effectively sub quests in the Pokédex to actually fill it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that's really cool. I think that's a good uh, cross to like the real life of. Documenting uh, new species and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Mm.
4: No, I think that for me, like interesting.
3: the graphics aren't as much of a problem, then because I sort of understand that Game Freak doesn't really care, and they never have, mostly <laughs> because it's like it's a turn-based RPG where there's eight hundred potential party members, so like that's their focus, and it always has been. So I'm kind of okay with it not looking the best, but it is still. Quite an improvement upon anything that's come before it. the very
2: I mean, we, uh, you say that, but there's more than 800, by the way, Bud. I, I know. But uh, the exact number. Uh, yeah, I think we might even be in the 900s, to be honest. If you if you count yeah, the regional variants. But anyway, we don't know the full True. Pokedex, though, right? We don't know if they're gonna. They won't have them all. I almost guarantee they won't have them all. Uh, but oh yeah, if they didn't have them all.
3: Also, they all have 3D models in the overworlds that also have different ai so that's sort of my point is is like well there's a lot more going on that i can sort of be okay with graphics not really being a focus
2: well see you say that and well yeah sure it's probably going to take a bit more work than something like sword and shield where they were copy paste from the 3ds models but uh and the animations look better too and mm-hmm. kind of got off traffic there but they actually like Luxray using Thunderbolt, it actually comes out and it hits the spot. It's not just like a fucking copy paste thing where it comes out his ass and then Pikachu's face or something <laughs> like that, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, it's, like
2: yeah. Blast Choice isn't hydro pumping from his chest type mm-hmm. deal. But um
4: they when they showed like the trainer going up against like uh yeah, some of like the bigger kind of enemies doing some like more kind of wilder moves towards the end of that newer trailer, it looked uh it looks pretty exciting. Yeah. The. I don't
2: know. Like, I I appreciate Game Freak taking risks, and this is definitely what that game is, for sure. But I I don't know. My room for error with Game Freak is very minimal because they are the highest media grossing franchise ever like they can afford to put more work into the games so they just don't because they don't need to you know what i mean
0: yeah it's definitely yeah, people buy a factor. It anyway. yeah, yeah exactly
3: i don't know i've am very firm believer of every like the best pokemon games are the ones that are not the main series or the ones that other studios do like yoga mystery dungeon or a or ranger things like that that are always yeah. like really really high quality so them trying something that's like Still a Pokemon game, but vastly different as then it's, like, more of a, you know, Western RPG with, like, crafting and side quests and things like that. Then I don't know. Could be something good. Could be terrible. Who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, uh, the Shadow games, the GameCube games, Colosseum and Gale of Darkness were both great. Yeah. They were pretty wicked. And they had a really limited party. Like, I think you can only get, like, 90 Pokemon in Colosseum. Oh really? Yeah,
3: yeah. It was pretty. Yeah, small it, you couldn't just catch willy nilly; had to be like. You could only yeah.
2: catch. Uh, you had your starter Pokemon Espeon and Umbreon, and then you could only catch Shadow Pokemon from other trainers. Uh, yeah, I want to say there's only like ninety Pokemon in Coliseum.
3: Pretty much, yeah.
2: So I think you only yeah. had like three or four boxes, even too. Like they didn't even have twelve boxes like they normally do.
3: Yeah, it was more about just building the party you had rather than, you know, expanding it.
2: Yeah, which has its own thing, but when you look at the mainline games, the entire point of Pokemon is to catch them all, right? And if you kind of can't... Right, and
3: yeah.
2: Even for something like PvP, if you can't have the entire roster, like in Sword and Shield, that just... It limits the the meta for PvP into something that's already limited know what
0: i mean yeah yeah. that's definitely yeah yeah good factor
2: well i'm sure game Freak doesn't care about that necessarily (laughs) but like most nintendo games but i mean they did nerf Gengar finally so i don't know
1: maybe (laughs) they do
3: yeah i was pretty bitter about that too but i do sort of now get their point of like this is a nightmare to balance when there's again eight you know over 900 party members that you could have (laughs) with different movesets for each of them like, it's not entirely different, but kind of, right?
1: Different enough. Yeah. I mean,
2: they made their bed with that, and now they gotta fucking deal with it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they're hurting for the cash to hire some more fucking balanced members.
3: Yeah, like you said, they are... I do agree with you. They are, like, well, yeah, like, they have enough money to make a really high-quality, polished product. They just don't really... I think they need to take more time.
0: For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
3: They could really benefit from having a game that takes, like, you know, five years to develop. Well, not five, but, you know... About five. yeah, for sure. <laughs> make something really yeah. good and, instead of just pumping it out so frequently.
2: Like, I mean, if they had a separate studio do the yearly releases or the half-yearly releases that Pokemon Company and Nintendo want, they make fucking... Pokemon MMO or something in the meantime like everybody would be all right with that.
0: Yeah. Also yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
2: Pokemon World where all the fucking regions are in one. It's not all oh, the dream. Galler.
0: I'm so happy
2: that Dynamaxing aren't in the remake so.
0: Oh. Did they release what the what it is actually? Like is it back to megas or is it just like saying fuck it's a I don't
3: think there's anything
0: Oh, we, really? haven't, Seven,
1: we haven't haven't
2: seen megas or dynamaxing, but the way the battles are laid out, I don't think it can support dynamaxing.
3: No, I, yeah, I, I think, think it was is trying really in a lot of shouldn't.
4: ways to be, yeah, just like a faithful remake of the originals. And
2: Ooh, yeah, something which I I have my reservations about, but I I do like the art style. I think it looks really cool. I I like the chibi. And I like the the zone battles now. They actually look detailed instead of just a fucking N64 stick in the background, you know?
3: Yeah, it definitely suffered the same thing as, as ours. Just Is I think they showed them too early and they looked, looked kind of like shit, honestly. But they yeah. definitely look much, much better now. And with Diamond and Pearl having so much more content than the originals, you know, like character customization with like skin and hair color and clothing and
1: yeah the underground that's having
3: more to it you can find wild pokemon in the underground and just i don't know it's it's sort of what i wanted just pretty much the same game but with just a bit more content to make it worth it
2: exactly yeah yeah they look good i i still can't get over the remake same game twice 90 dollars release again
3: that is yeah that is kind of oh. silly Oh, you're are you talking about really that.
2: Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, or just having two the same game twice, like Pearl and Diamond? Like oh, they yeah. could have just remade Platinum. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, okay, I get you. Or oh, I, I was
4: even just go a step a further and say the whole, the whole structure of that was always just kind of a sham to get more people to buy multiple copies of the game. But yeah, yeah.
2: for sure. But great, you know. Eight-year-old Sherb didn't know that. Eight-year-old Sherb <laughs> just wanted both of
1: them. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah. Well, no. I, I, was, a I, I was a kid too. I, I definitely. I I was definitely a victim of, of this same uh, uh, capitalist uh, scam. But yeah, like yeah. Exactly.
2: I think that when they released it, like blue and red, or or red and green, depending where you were. I think it made sense because the entire premise was to, hey, look at this Pokemon game. Can you buy blue so I can trade you the- my Growlithe for your Vulpix or whatever? And the word of mouth back then, before the internet, it's a good marketing strategy. Oh, yeah. To get people to buy the game, right? And it, it very clearly worked. Oh, that's fair. But, uh, it definitely should have stopped. <laughs>
3: yeah i i totally agree like the first couple games it was a it was a gimmick but like nintendo loves their system gimmicks with like and that was the link cable was what they were trying to like sell that premise of, of ah, okay. yeah, should have really stopped with like ruby and sapphire i want to say
0: or and wireless that, after that,
3: more was, like, prominent do, yeah wireless became more accessible and then after diamond and pearl definitely like everyone who was into video games enough would definitely have a stable you know wireless connection so you could probably do away with it
1: yeah and now yeah. it's just
3: absurd and like pokemon has just it's like they're they're they haven't really advanced with the rest of of game development they still just have this archaic nonsense like only one save file <laughs> and just quality of life stuff like having to talk to an NPC like three gems into Sword and Shield to be able to change your sound settings. Just like complete nonsense.
2: <laughs> yeah, or even just like HMs like forcing me to have a water Pokemon because I have to surf instead of just having my character fucking swim like a normal goddamn person.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's one of the few mechanics it's... they have like addressed over the years because like they obviously, yeah. yeah, sure. X and Y, they have like the new Pokemon you just like have for HMs for that reason. But yeah, that's to, not like, X and Y. That was Sun and Moon. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, yeah. You, but yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh but yeah, they did address that, but it took them fucking seven generations to do that, which is yeah. a little intense. It, yeah, a little insane. Yeah, it uh like I
2: personally I dislike a lot of flying Pokemon. And unless I want to run everywhere again, I need a flying Pokemon. Exactly, yeah. So, like, unless I have a Dragon Knight in my current run, I usually build a team that doesn't have a flying type. Dang. It just, it is very frustrating when I play an old game and I need that fly. Yeah. Or when I'm playing a Hoenn remake and I need Surf, Dive, Whirlpool, and fucking Water, <laughs> Waterfall. <laughs>
3: The difficulty setting thing that they only tried once and it was so horrible that they never did it again.
2: Yeah, you had to beat the game and then transfer it to the other game.
3: Yeah, so to unlock easy mode, you had to beat Black 2. And if you wanted hard mode, you had to buy white to beat it. And what? then if you wanted it on either of the games, you had to like trade an item that had the difficulty selection on it to the other game. Like, it was just nonsense.
0: That is just nonsense. Yeah, what the fuck?
3: That's right. Beating the game to unlock easy difficulty. What the fuck?
0: Not even harder difficulty, just easy? There was one for harder,
2: but there was one for easy too. But only in Uh. white
3: two. If you beat the black two, you got easy difficulty. Ah. I do, this yeah. is what?
0: <laughs> See, that's just racist at that point. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's just <laughs>
0: its
2: just so foolish, man. Like, who looks at that and says that's a good idea, you know? Yeah, I was
0: like, you know what? This makes total sense.
3: I sort of get, like, beating the game and unlocking a harder difficulty. That's kind yeah, of... Yeah, that makes
0: sense. sense. I get that.
3: Even then, Precident, I think you should just fairly, be able to do yeah. it from the start, but whatever. Like... But easy mode is dumb. <laughs>
2: I think, I mean, me and Hubbier have discussed this fairly uh, regularly, but I just think they need to have the gym leaders scale. Like, you do whatever route you want. You go wherever you can fight Brock as the 8th gym leader and Misty as the 1st or whatever, you know, but have them scale to your badge level.
4: That's the the thing, because, I mean, they're starting to kind of get away from it a bit more now, but, like, they're they're kind of set in that way of keeping it kind of in the way that it is because there is this big contingent of fans that, like, if you change Pokemon too much, they get really upset.
3: Yeah, that's true. And then they whine really
4: loudly on the internet.
3: That's that's a very good point. A lot of fan bases have that. Like, Halo is also really terrible for that of people (laughs) frothing at the mouth, if anything, is slightly different from Halo 2 in any subsequent game
2: yeah well that's that's what comes with having a massive fan base right it doesn't matter what type of game but the the zelda one zelda formula is a good example like how many zelda games were okay you wake up you don't know shit. you have three hearts you go to a forest temple you get either a boomerang or a slingshot or something you use that to clear that temple and the first half of the next temple and you get a new item so on and so forth until you fight Ganon. And then Breath of the Wild just comes in and says, nah, do whatever you want, man. You can fight Ganon from the start if you really want.
3: Yeah, go Dang. ahead. You'll stick.
1: You'll die, and Breath die. the Breath be. of the Wild
2: <laughs> is it is an amazing game. Like fuck the Zelda oh, yeah. formula. Like, give me more Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So I think Pokemon really do. just needs to take like a big risk,
4: you know? Well, and that's, I think, the big thing with um, Sword and Shield and part of why I think it was kind of like like what they had ready and what they released wasn't going to be able to stack up to what the Switch had been putting out and what had been coming out from like Nintendo's big stables up until that point uh, with the Switch already, because we've had like, you know, by that point we had Mario Odyssey, we had Breath of the Wild, um, we've had, uh, fuck, what other there were other fire
2: emblem three houses was a big jump
1: like all these other like
4: huge like big nintendo titles that are coming in with these like like smash ultimate too like just all these huge Mm -hmm. games that are like like the some of the best that their franchise has ever had and then pokemon just kind of comes out with like well this is maybe slightly better than like what we would have had on the 3ds but not by much
2: yeah, it's it's honestly like you can compare the graphics, and while some of it is a little better, like if you look at the character model of uh, your rival, your friend Vol and Sword and Shield, he is a, literally a ripoff of Hop or Hawayo or whatever the kid's name like is from Sun and Moon. Similar. Oh, really? Like his dancing, his uh.
3: Oh yeah, I forgot. The way his lips move—they're
2: the exact same. Wow,
4: uh, that really makes it's... it seem like they just reused the assets, which wouldn't they happen. did. It's nothing new for Pokemon games either, though. Because I mean, like um, the because you talked about um, uh, Coliseum and XD Gale of Darkness before those games, as well as Pokemon Battle Revolution on the Wii all used models from the original Pokemon stadium games on the N64.
0: Yeah. Damn. That's, that's something else right there. Uh,
4: I mean, uh,
2: those ones are in my opinion, a little less noticeable, but yeah. And obviously stuff like Zigzagoon isn't a model that was in stadium, but you can kind of notice like when the camera pans into Espeon and Coliseum, you can kind of notice it's a little jank. It's,
4: 'Cause I think they upscaled the texturing for like the GameCube and then of course again with the Wii uh for Bower Revolution, but I think the models are still the same though, so like you can still see some of the like how how like polygonal some of them are.
2: Yeah. And I know uh Stadium and Stadium two only had 151 or what's the Johto decks? Johto only added like eighty Pokemon, right? So it's I thought only like it was two... around
0: hundred ish. Uh, I think Johto
2: added the least amount of any any Pokemon. Yeah,
3: because I think Holland was the most, and Johto was like, yeah, I forget how many. Um,
2: but anyway, if we look at that, like they all have their own physical nuance animations. Like Pidgey will do a little hop when he's idle. When he gets struck, he'll fly up, fall down, and then fly back to the field. Snorlax will jiggle his belly. <laughs> where in a game like sword and shield these idle movements they're they're all like the same you know like score bunny will double kick and he's like tapping the screen instead of actually kicking
3: yeah they're just like moving the model up by an inch yeah into the air sort of thing
4: No, and you're definitely not wrong to me. As much as they did, like those assets in in a lot of ways were recycled for those games, they definitely did feel a lot more dynamic. I I have a lot of love for um, Battle Revolution on the Wii uh, in particular. Like, I I had a lot of fun playing that back in the day with my friends because. That game, you could just like hook up uh, like the DS era games. You could load up like your Pokemon from that into it. So, my one friend was like, he just would like blaze through the game. So, he would like put in like a bunch of like really cool Pokemon he had. We create our teams and then go online and fight people. And it was usually a lot of fun up until you ran into someone from Japan and then they would absolutely fucking <laughs> m- m- <laughs> <laughs> who, had,
2: who had perfect IV Pokemon and perfect EV train Pokemon and shit like that. Yeah.
4: Like and we were dumb kids at the time too like we didn't know about all some of the like, like those in-depth mechanics we were just like we got like a, just a team like stacked with legendaries and stuff and then, <laughs> was, like a fight with someone yeah. who just had like fairly like normal looking Pokemon We're like oh this guy doesn't have like fucking Rayquaza this guy can't do shit <laughs> and then like he just absolutely schools you because he understands the game so much better than you do yeah he yeah. fucks
2: you with the Pikachu with the fucking <laughs> life orb there's you.
4: really nothing you can do. You're just clowned. It's over.
3: Yeah, and going back to what Sherb said, like, stuff like the animation reuse or, like, model reuse was sort of acceptable back in, like, the GameCube days. Like, Pokemon's always been popular, but now it's, like, this Goliath with, like, billions of dollars. Like, shit like this is oh, yeah. not really excusable anymore. Definitely not as much as it was.
4: Well, yeah, there's problems with the game industry, too, though, of, like, especially a lot of, like, big studios, and like, AAA studios in particular, of really pushing the narrative of, like, games need to have top-of-the-line graphics, they need mm-hmm. to have all these extra bells and whistles, like, I was on Twitter a while back, and there was this dude who was uh, getting a lot of shit, because he basically was, like, comparing... Uh, I think it was, like, Halo Infinite with some other, like, more recent, like, game, like, Call of Duty or some shit, mm-hmm. where it's, like, in the one game, he shoots, like, the the fruit in the basket, and it doesn't, like, it'll all break individually and stuff, and it's all, like, super detailed, and then the other one, they just break, like, collectively, and it's, like, no, like, that's not the point, like, that doesn't yeah, make it game more fun, that's not, like fuck off like that's such that's a just an
0: immersion thing like
4: yeah yeah it's cool if they do that but they're like we have people that are just basically being like abused in the workplace and like forced through fuckloads loads of crunch and like denied basic liberties in a lot of cases just because they're like basically under pressure of loss of work just so you can have fucking individual fruit break like, yeah. why the fuck does that matter? You're not going to care about that 90% of the goddamn time. Exactly. Yeah. Like,
2: for a, for a shooter, I, I agree with you, but for something like a, a heavy RPG, like for something like the next Elder Scrolls six, if a fucking cantaloupe doesn't slice in half when I hit it with <laughs> a sword, it it's going to be a bit of an issue for me. But will I call it game-breaking, and will I call the game shit over it? No, of course not.
1: But no, it depends
2: fair. on the genre, I think. Really, for stuff like that, mm-hmm. like I love the the shitty pixel indie games. I play them all the time, but I I know that I'm going in and I'm not expecting a triple A title. When oh, yeah. I play when I play the newest Call of Duty, I mean I don't. But let's just say that the the graphics are a big reason of why I'm playing Call of Duty Black Ops 18 instead of Call of Duty Black Ops One. Yeah. So I think it really depends on the genre you're looking at. And even the player base, too. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. I think there's a certain place for stuff like that. I'm not saying that companies or studios shouldn't aim for that. I, I think they need to be maybe a little more ethical in how they go about it and take a little bit more time to actually let something be good rather than try to force it out quick for...
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. The, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not condoning yeah. crunch or anything, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I certainly
4: didn't think you, you were, but it was more just, yeah, that that there. But no, I think there's there's a place for that. Like if they want to take the time and build something out like that and have all those extra features and stuff and all that extra polish, like I think that's more than fine. It's just like you got to go about it the right way. And a lot of studios, unfortunately, right now aren't. But it's, it's also just yeah like I don't know, I, I think there's something to be said in terms of game design of just keeping focus and not letting too many extraneous things get out get in the way because I think like a a tight gameplay experience can be really good, especially if you can kind of get it down to just what you need sometimes. Something that Pokemon could actually maybe stand to learn to be something from like uh, take a look at like what persona's doing and stuff in terms of maybe like speeding up some of the combat flow. Because the battles in those games are a lot snappier and quicker, but they're still like turn-based RPG style type things, Mm -hmm. right? But something that maybe feels a little bit more fast-paced and exciting, I feel like could be interesting.
2: Yeah, like you can can take out animations and stuff, but for sure speeding up the uh, combat. Like Persona 5, I assume that's what you're talking about. Yeah. The combat is pretty fast, it's pretty combo heavy, and when you uh when you get your demon down or whatever, you can just spam them with your entire party and have the fight done instantly. Or something pokemon needs to have is when you're backtracking to a cave instead of just repels, just have an instant win scenario thing, you know. Like my Charizard's level 100, so why do I even have to get in a battle with a level 2 Zubat? <laughs>
3: yeah i mean that's sort of a trapping of jrpgs that you can't really escape is just random encounters are like a core part of it so if you sort of trivialize that i mean i don't know i can see what you're saying though well at a point if you're like so high level that you will just one shot them anyway then yeah just let you skip it
2: Yeah, lots of JRP's do that, and some JRPGs even let you turn off encounters at all. Have you guys ever played the uh, Bravely Default 1 and 2?
0: No, I haven't. I don't think I've heard of these.
2: So, not the Switch one. The Switch one changed their combat. But basically, you could either make it so every step you had a full encounter, or you just completely remove random encounters and you can explore the map at will, and you'd get ass-fucked by the bosses, obviously, because you didn't have that random experience. But when you had to backtrack, it was so nice just to be able to disable all encounters and just go where you needed to go. And that's it's yeah. something I think like uh, a lot of JRPGs should do something like that. Or even like the, the newest Tales games, they're overworld encounters, but you can run away... From the monster charging at you, so you don't have to fight it.
3: Yeah, I I think I can see what you're saying, or have like items, like the Yakuza series has items that will turn off random encounters or increase the rate of them. Just having (laughs) things like that could be quality of life.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like they do have repels in Pokemon, but it's only for fucking like 500 steps, I think, at the max level.
3: Having just like an equipment you could turn on or off, like the XP share or something. Yeah, much better.
0: So you can get, like, yeah, hidden TMs and shit. Or just mm. items.
1: Yeah, I, uh...
2: forget what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> oh, this is quite
0: a bit about Pokemon.
2: Yeah. Um. I want a new Digimon game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's really <the> <laughs> good. Yeah. I fucking love the old, old Digimon it? games.
4: Oh, yeah, I'm what was the whole Pokemon discussion laid up before him? And like, now, nah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm on Digimon. I'm done with <laughs> Give I'm
2: me Digimon track. back, man, please. What, 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 what was, was the last game Digimon,
4: Digimon game?
2: Uh, the last Digimon game was a mobile game, but the last mainline game was Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory on the Switch and computer.
4: What did I hear is those games aren't too bad.
2: They're very good. I played them both, beat them both, love them both. But they're not like the old Digimon games. Like, That's totally
4: uh, fair. They didn't seem like... Uh, yeah. They're a lot
2: more story-oriented. So if you want a game like the old Digimon World games, you ran around, you grinded a shit ton, you Digivolved your guys, you de-Digivolved yeah. your guys to get your better stats, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and the story never really cared... But this game, yeah, I remember game, playing
4: a bit of. Uh, I think four on the GameCube when I was younger.
2: Four is a whole another ball game, man. Four is an entirely different game. Four <laughs> they, four, four they changed the formula up. They took a risk and it backfired. Oh, yeah, oh man, it was
4: kind of weird. But I don't know, kid me, dug it.
2: But, yeah, like I liked it. I actually went back and played it a while ago. I don't think it aged very well, but
4: <laughs> Probably I think not. it.
2: It was a fine game, it just wasn't what anybody was expecting from a Digimon game. Like, it was basically Diablo. (laughs) It was a a Ah. top-down, ARPG-esque... I don't know what the word is. But, uh, yeah, Cyber Sleuth is really story-oriented, and it costs... So every Digimon costs something for your party. Like, let's say you have 10 points... Agumon is like three points, Gabumon is three points, then Greymon is like seven points. Okay. So you can't go over that point limit until you get somewhere in the story and it will increase your point limit. So you can't it stops you from grinding too much, so you don't have war Greymon in the first area. <laughs> but it uh it's really annoying and really limiting when you want to have like six champions but you can't you can only have six rookies or three champions and three rookies or something like that but but they are good games I will I will recommend them for sure I'm actually playing one of the old Digimon games right now Digimon Dawn on my DS Ooh.
1: I've only ever played
0: I've only ever played the one the PS1 rumble With arena this- rumble arena that's a good game oh that is
3: a Probably solid game
2: I've it's a jank ass <laughs> game but it's a good game it, it's so good i uh i have the second one on the gamecube <laughs> it's so jank man you can literally there's this one stage where you fight like the bosses and stuff you can just dead ass walk up to them pick them up and throw them off and they can't do anything
0: damn
2: and you just win It's hilarious. (laughs) That's the best game. (laughs) Yeah, we should definitely. It's a
3: lot easier to like enjoy things that are kind of janky or bad when you're just a kid and you don't really think about. Oh yeah, you don't think about. Yeah, you don't think about all these like
0: little mistakes that you don't notice. All these like little things. It's like, oh, that could've been better. That could've been better. Now, when you're a kid, it's like, oh, that was fucking hilarious. I'm gonna do that again.
2: Um, Yeah. All you needed to get me in a Digimon game when I was a kid was a black Agumon, and I was sold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shiny Agumon. There's like sure 18 not. shiny Agumons, man. Shiny <laughs> Agu- or Agumon has so many recolors, it's hilarious.
0: Well, I you think when most, people, Agumon. when most people think of Digimon, they probably think of Agumon. Oh, yeah, for sure. Agumon or... Are...
2: Yeah, I mean, I would... I might say vmon too, is a strong contender, but...
4: I could see that. There's there's definitely, I think, a lot of people that have that association, too, but... Agumon definitely is, like, the Pikachu of the franchise. Yeah,
3: <laughs> 100%. A lot of people seem to like this one, like, tall, yellow humanoid looking one.
2: Renamon. Renamon's yeah. the Gardevoir. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is.
1: The Gardevoir of the Digimon for, world. It
3: was only for that reason that I uh, that I see people uh, seem to have a fondness for it. But yeah.
2: It is, it is the, the furry bait. Thing,
3: so we'll, we'll stop here. But,
1: uh... <laughs> oh, uh,
4: I mean, we, nothing we wrong can go in on the furries.
3: I, mean... I don't know enough to really... Uh, Comments. Lots of people want to so bang
2: Renamon, Hubier. Lots of people. <laughs> yeah, same
3: with Gardevoir and Lucario and... Lopunny. Lopunny, Lopunny. yeah.
2: Friggin' Sinnoh games, man. Coming at you with all the real 3 4 Pokemon.
3: The, with the humanoid oh, old looking... Boy. Oh, Gardevoir boy. was a whole region. That's true.
2: Oh, well, yes, you got me, but they did add Glade in Sinnoh, so I mean... Yeah. Friggin'.
4: That, that year, sure. Oh God, to, no! <laughs> no, man,
2: Glade doesn't have a butt. If I'm rubbing butts with anything, I'm rubbing butts with a goddamn he has, Snorlax. He
4: has some sort of butt.
2: Now, he's got a stick. Glade's just a stick, man. He's like a stick figure he drawn enjoyed. to life.
4: He might well, just well, caught you if you tried I'm sure him. he shits from somewhere, though.
3: I mean, <laughs> he must. I don't think
2: Pokemon berries? poop is it in the lore where Pokemon poop. I don't know, man. Yeah,
3: do they even have genitals now that I think about it? I mean, not, no, <laughs> they must. No. They have to. They have to. Oh,
0: yeah. How do, you think, how do you think Ditto gets off? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Glade has a, a
2: round thing where his legs and torso connect to. I don't know what that is. He's got like a hula hoop built into himself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I actually never like noticed that. Clearly not external, so they must all have like sheaths or something.
2: Oh man, we're getting right, way too deep into this.
3: You know, now that I think about it, it's kind of a miracle that this didn't happen before Gen Three. Was, like, <laughs> too much choke and shit. Like, There's clearly options here. Oh, today.
0: that was like kind of before the days like where the internet like really took off.
3: And like well, the Gen internet was, was a thing, thing was then, like but like children. So yeah.
0: Here,
4: here's the thing, bees. I'm gonna blow your mind. Furries date back way further than
3: oh. oh yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh, I'm like, sure they do. Like way like before like pre-internet. It was like a th- weird thing, like a weird like convention subculture of like people having like hotel parties and like exchanging oh, yeah. like underground like art magazines and shit. It's 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 startling how far back it goes. Like we're talking like 70s, I'm pretty sure with some of this.
3: Yeah, it's just like much easier to become exposed to it. Once it was all online. Like, not nah, yeah. online.
0: No, nah, it all started in 96 when Space Jam was released. <laughs> L- Lola Bunny. Oh, Lola Bunny. That's where oh, it all started. I never
3: started. really understood that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's really that much to understand other than sexy bunny.
1: Well, I likeness. guess not. <laughs> like,
4: yeah.
2: People wanted to blank the bunny hub here.
3: Yeah, I
2: guess. It's, it's funny because that one actress from Game of Thrones I can't remember what her name is but she looks kind of like Lola Bunny and it's fucking hilarious <laughs> that is
3: very insulting.
4: She,
2: Oh what is her name she plays uh, I, I don't really want to spoil Game of Thrones I guess but she plays one of the people that fucking gets blown up in the city <laughs> in like the 7th season what's her <laughs> fucking name I gotta Google the Game of Thrones characters, boys.
1: All
3: right. I oh have yeah, no hers. No of watching it, so I don't particularly care. Something what someone f- hasn't uttered
4: in many years, I'm sure. <laughs> Game, of Game of Thrones. Game
2: mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> of Thrones. Uh, here she do. is, mm-hmm. Natalie Dormer. Google uh, her and tell me she doesn't look like Lola Bunny.
1: Right.
4: She be do I do need. I, I need to. What was the name again? Natalie Natalie Dormer.
0: D-O-R-M-E-R. I mean, I guess I see some... Yeah, I guess I see, like... Just, like, the face
2: and, like, the nose. She's just Lola Bunny in the flesh, man.
3: Yeah, really. She really, truly does. That's terrible. (laughs) That's really unfortunate. (laughs) That's... (laughs)
1: <laughs> she,
2: uh, she. I remember the only reason I know this is because back when Game of Thrones was popular, she had a Reddit AMA and someone asked her if she knew that she looked like Lola Bunny and she was like <laughs> yes, my friends have teased me about that for my entire life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
3: <laughs> oh, that's, uh, wow. not, that's kind of funny, but it is a bit upsetting.
0: Oh, I posted something pretty... if you guys take a look in the chat there. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go.
1: That's the picture, Kev. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, man, I love I that. Movie. Space banned, was Jam was my jam. I sort of
3: missed that point of like just starting to hit puberty, and then just just any feminine fictional character to set it.
2: you off. Totally spies, man. Totally
0: spies. Oh, fucking totally right spies. <laughs> Whoa. Don't get me so started maybe, on that.
3: For me, it was, Spandex. For me <laughs> was raven from teen titans
2: 100% raven starfire that was, that was my no I've into those literally girls.
3: just literally just raven for like till I was like a late teenager it was like the only fictional character
2: Hubby i you're played. looking for that uh that big titty goth gf <laughs> I guess I don't even where know. Are you at wherever you are <laughs> hub you out here for ya <laughs> if you uh, if you have that's the right bayonetta right. hat hairstyle, you'll be even more <laughs> enthralled. Yeah, I will never give up that she's wearing a hat. It is not a beehive; it is a hat. <laughs> I have the amiibo. We'll just, I see her over there. We'll
3: never, we'll just will just, we'll just never agree.
2: I mean, that's fair.
3: We we could just. We could come to terms with her other haircut, just signifying that she's totally not gay or anything. Trust me. You, you know <laughs> what,
2: dude? We can just say she's bald, and it's a wig, and she does no, have a hat. There we go. Technically, because a wig crazy. is kind of a hat, right?
3: No. If you really no, think no,
2: about then, it, it's a thing would, you put on your head to cover your head, so it's kind of a
3: hat. Oh, no, that would that would fuck with canon because her magic is powered by her hair, and we don't need to get into it. So if I say she, that wouldn't work.
2: She stole the magic hair from the other dude.
3: who's yeah. an assist trophy. Cause isn't he bald? He is Black bald, guy. but he's not a witch. He's oh. an angel and a demon and Santa Claus. He's so sort of complicated.
0: <laughs> he <a> Nephilim. <laughs> that does sound complicated.
3: He. Well, do you really want me to get into it on this podcast? <laughs> I think
1: <mean, laughs>
4: go for it man i'll admit i'm pretty curious
3: right (laughs) so he was an angel then he pissed off the angels so they sent him to hell and then they didn't really like him either so they kicked him out now he's sort of in the middle and he's also santa claus for no reason
2: why is he santa claus
3: i think it's sort of I I don't know what it is but I think some religion has some connection between Satan and Santa Claus and he's sort of like Lucifer cuz he got kicked out of heaven okay. I don't know I think that's the joke they're making but I it might just be for the meme but I don't know
4: Huh I mean even if it's for the meme I respect it <laughs> 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 That's funny
2: Uh that's fair Bane is a weird game man
3: Uh but Pretty much every platinum game is, and they revel. Oh, that's Absolutely. fair.
4: Vanquish is like one of my absolute like favorite games of all time. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah platinum it just banger after banger, except the last few years. But they they consistently produce quality.
4: Definitely true.
2: Yeah, I was actually pretty interested in Astral Chain. I just never never ended up picking it up.
3: Yeah, I but wouldn't. It. I mean, it's decent, <laughs> but the combat is not great, which is a shame because that's what Platinum excels at Typically, normally. Yeah. But Astral Chain is not very interesting, which is really disappointing.
2: Huh. Well, that sucks. Yeah.
4: You know what doesn't suck, though? These cool things that we're going to recommend to you over oh. in our weekly Shadow Corner. What uh, a segue! You start, bees. Lead us off. Oh, you want me to start? Yeah. I'm just I'm throwing you into it this week.
0: Oh throw me into the bus.
4: Um okay that's not what I meant. <laughs> I guess you're not wrong either though. <laughs> um
0: oh this is a this is a tough one. Oh, you might have to come back to me, honestly.
2: <laughs> no, 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 coming back. You got, you got called out, bud.
0: Oh, I, I, well, I got something, but you're, no one in this calls or no one on this episode is gonna relate. But um, if I've Too mentioned, late. I've mentioned my love of this video game in the past before, Dead by Daylight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. There's this YouTuber that I really recommend you check out. Uh, he does sometimes do Dark Souls stuff. But for the most part, he's a Dead by Daylight guy. But his name is Darva. Uh
1: yeah,
0: If you're trying,
3: yeah, I know of him.
0: Oh, that's that's actually really surprising. Do you know him because of Dark Souls? I'm guessing. Or- Mostly, yeah. Oh hell yeah! So okay, so I'm out. So yeah, Habir does know him. But yeah, check yeah. out uh, Otsdarva. He's a really nice, like humble guy, really down to earth. Uh, for his Dead by Daylight uh, content, he releases like. Some of the most like insanely like informative videos like f- within the community. So like if you're trying to learn the game, he's definitely the guy to go to. Like because he has like hour long videos of like every killer, every killer's like add-ons, the map, what should you do against like certain killers. It's insanely it's insane how in depth he he's willing to go for this. Nice nice it's always good to get a good youtuber for a game you really like oh yeah especially if they're like really informative too because if you're trying to get like if you're getting like into the game like you either just spending a lot of time or you actually just want to get good a good informative youtuber is definitely like the route to go
3: yeah good for stuff like mobas or things with high skill ceilings
2: exactly yeah, was or fighters, really good to find a good
0: YouTuber you
2: can relate to.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> but I, there's my hot take for this episode. Uh, who else is up?
4: I I will go next because oh. I did I did throw you into it. So <laughs> I, I better fuck up and and go next to not seem like a complete wimp. Ah, uh, no, I. Uh, I, it's pretty easy one for me this week. Uh, I knew I was going to like it, but I, I talked about it on the show a few times before, but I finally got around to seeing it. Uh, Zyram. Uh, basically, like, mid-90s Japanese tokusatsu film. And it is pretty great, because it's basically uh, this lady come to Earth to as bounty hunter from space, and she's trying to get this big alien monster called Zyram, who has shown up on earth and these two dipshits get trapped in her weird, like ultimate reality zone things she can use to like trap him and capture him before he can like harm civilians. But most of the movie is her trapped outside the zone while these two dipshits are trying to survive this like godlike alien monster that can just like, just has like a billion tricks up his sleeve and a million different ways he can kill you. And somehow they manage to survive. It's pretty dope, though. There's some weird uh, creature effects, and the suit design for Zyran in particular is absolutely radical. Definitely check it out. Huh.
3: So is it like a comedy or a horror?
4: Oh, it's... Uh, so Tokusatsu in uh, like Japanese media, it's, I guess the, the easiest comparison I could probably make would be something like either Godzilla or Power Rangers. <laughs>
2: Um, (laughs) that's a pretty uh (laughs) pretty varied comparison
4: it's a pretty broad spectrum but uh this film was directed by uh a pretty well-known guy within the toku space uh keita amamiya he likes to do like very dark and very like body horror in uh sort of infused like takes on a lot of tokusatsu stuff like the main bounty hunter chick, like, she she has kind of a vibe of almost, like, a Power Ranger-type character. Like, she almost even has kind of, like, a brief, like, little suit transformation thing where she, like, gets in her, like, fucking power suit to, like, really start fighting the dude. But it's it's definitely a lot weirder and a lot darker than what you'd expect from something like that, from at least, like, what you would have probably remembered from, like, Power Rangers as a kid. Uh, There's a scene, like... There's a whole thing through the movie where he has these, like, capsules that he'll throw with these, like, weird little, like, deformed demon things that'll, like, chase the dudes around. Uh, But, like, later on in the film, I guess, like, something around, like, his power is, like, depleting for that. And he throws one out, and, like, it only half forms, and it's, like, this, like, weird, disgusting little, like, pale white man, like, half out of, like, a puddle of, like, white jizz-looking ooze. As he's like coughing up like slime, and Zyram's trying to like order him to go do shit, and he's like, "I can't, I'm dying." And then he just like crushes him under his foot, and it's disgusting and it's weird as hell, but it's absolutely radical at the same time, and I love it. Uh, I see. Not for everyone, I, I, I would uh, be sure to say, but I've, I, it, it's, it's a type of media I, I quite love and have talked about quite a bit on the show before, so.
3: Mm, huh. So would something like Common Rider fit into that sort of idea, if you know what that is?
4: Absolutely, and actually, it's funny you say that because I'm working my way through Common Rider Kuga from, oh uh, no, uh, the year 2000 actually, uh, and I was just watching some of that before we recorded.
3: Oh, how funny! I've seen oh, yeah. one season of that show. I forget which one it was, but it was a long time ago. But yeah, I was just figured it was that sort of sphere of media.
4: Oh yeah, for sure. Like Godzilla, Gamera, um, you know, Kamen Rider, Ultraman. Super Sentai, um yeah. Ultraman for sure. I I've, I've become quite an avid Ultraman fan. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've talked I spent too much time on this show talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you, do you gentlemen have anything to to recommend to the folks this week?
2: Um, Kind of a late to the party one, but I actually just beat the newest God of War on PS4. Oh, which, um, hell yeah! I quite recommend that game. It is honestly an amazing game. The lore, the way the lore is presented, the way the combat flows, the way Kratos and his son, um, their character development through the entire game, it's very well done. My only main gripe with it is the amount of actual gods that you fight compared to the other games. But, I mean, that wasn't really the premise of this game. I can't really tell you the premise because it would spoil it. Even though it's an old game, I don't really like doing that. But, yeah, if you haven't played that game and you have a PS4, I would definitely recommend that game.
0: I have heard amazing things about that game. I haven't uh, played it much,
4: but um, Buddy Zhu he he had it, and uh, he speaks very very highly of it. And the bit that I've played at with his copy at his place um, here and there, it's uh, I, I was quite impressed. It seems like quite an amazing game.
2: Yeah, it's super good. The only thing I don't like about it is to 100% the game you have to do one of the stupid. Collect a thon things where you have to kill 52 ravens. And the ravens, man, there's no way you would find all of them without a guide. Oh, like, yeah. There is no way you would just find them all.
3: Yeah, that's why. So
2: I said frigate. I didn't 100% <laughs> it because of that achievement. Damn. Or trophy, whatever you want to call them.
3: I feel like things like that are made specifically so that like people can make an hour long YouTube video about it. Yeah probably. yeah, probably. Guys, or sell strategy guides or what have you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Not a big fan of that, but the rest of the game was great.
3: I do have a soft spot for stories where it's grizzled old fighter man and their kid adopted or otherwise. I don't know. Something about that's nice.
2: Yeah, the kid was pretty annoying, but he gets a little better by the end.
0: That is one thing I hear, like, one of the bigger gripes with that game is, yeah, the kid's annoying, but obviously, yeah, it's a kid, so obviously not going to be the most, he's not going to be a liked character, but he doesn't have to be a hated one either. But like you said, he does get better, so.
2: He's actually, like, the best at the start of the game. Oh, really? He gets really annoying in the middle of the game, like, really annoying, and then he's better at the end but I think his best spot is the start of the game.
3: Interesting. Yeah. Suppose it's my turn then. Um, Since we talked about it for like an hour, I will recommend (laughs) a Pokemon game specifically, Pokemon Black and White, because I feel that well, it definitely didn't sell as well as the other generations, and I am of the firm belief that it was because it was in the period where Everyone who played it as a kid sort of was in the mindset of, Oh, I'm too old for Pokemon. Pokemon's for kids, I'm not gonna play it. And then X and Y and to a lesser extent Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were sort of like, oh never mind, Pokemon's still pretty fun. So black and white just kinda got left behind. And it's a real shame because I think that it is the pinnacle of the series, because it's you know actually kind of hard, which is a big complaint about the newer games, is that they're way too easy. And its story is a bit better than the usual very basic drivel about you know some apocalypse happening. I don't know. I, I agree, agree with, with you there. A very where very high quality game. Yeah, like I definitely didn't get it when I
2: was. It was I came out when I was in grade nine, and I didn't get it because I'm like, oh, I'm in grade nine. I can't be seen
0: playing Pokemon exactly, or. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you're
4: you're completely on point with both the timeline of when i got out of it because i was into it through gen 4 and gen 4 coming out but after that i basically fell out of it completely missed gen 5 and then after alpha root or (laughs) omega ruby and alpha sapphire sorry, got announced i got a 3ds and then got uh pokemon y because that had been out for a bit and started playing through that so that's very accurate
3: Yeah. So that, um. Just the people I talked about in my own experience. I felt that that was like definitely what happened.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: One of the big. I disagree with you on the story. I think the story is pretty. Like, I like the premise of it, but I think it's kind of boring how they went about it with N.
3: Oh, did you finish it already?
2: I finished it in the ROM hack. The three of us are playing. Or I guess is B isn't playing it, but uh... or... I'm working
0: on it. What do you yeah, you it's
2: it's back? it's Pokemon White and Black or Black and White, oh, just ins inside that MMO we talked about before.
3: Oh. okay. Oh yeah, Pokemon. So it is though. just the same game, though. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's just it's the exact same game. Just
4: I, I would say just... if you're gonna replay oh, okay. them, though, it's a very good way to replay it. You get a lot of really good features with that.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of nice stuff built into it. Otherwise, like, not into it.
4: Actually, one of the things talking about like making some of those use items like easier. Because obviously like you still have to use repels and stuff like that. But one of the things mm-hmm. that makes it easy is like you have like an MMO style like action bar mm-hmm. that you can assign items to. So you can just have like a quick key press to like start a repel anytime you need to. So uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, like I don't know. Like the story was obvious obviously better. Than the other games, the other games don't have a story. It's, oh my Groudon's awake, we gotta start
1: game. That's
3: sort of what I mean. Like, it's a more interesting concept and executed better than just, like, the gyms aren't really, like, they don't really matter. Like, the main plot sort of takes focus for more of a, yeah. like, for lack of a better term. Like, it's, I don't know, it, it's certainly nothing amazing, but it's better than anything else in the series, I would say. Outside yeah, from the, from I'll, I'll give off.
2: you that it it had a good it had a good uh, topic yeah. but i just i think they executed it fairly poorly
4: the bit that i have played in them they they had a good vibe i like the i like the pixel art style and how much like animation they tried to give to it It, it when you when you did kind of say like call it the pinnacle i do think it i, I don't know enough to i guess of it to say it would be the pinnacle like entirely gameplay wise and necessarily just because i haven't played as much of it but right. visually it's definitely the pinnacle of like that era of pokemon games and it being that like the really traditional like pixel art style that they had because it, yeah. it really does feel like the most dynamic and most like fully realized version of that i guess right
3: exactly yeah like it was the last game they did and that's well their sequels were but you know they look pretty much the same so it was the last game they did in the pixel art so it was like they just went ham on it yeah you can really tell
2: yeah it does look a lot better obviously Yeah. yeah but yeah for sure one thing i hated about those games were it was you could tell that it was a prelude to sun and moon and x and y as for the amount of cinematics there is a lot of text in black and white. Like, a fucking yes. a lot of text.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: And the triple battles. I normally kind of like each gimmick, but man, I did not like triple battling.
3: Well, it, I'm not sure how your ROM hack would run, but on the DS, that thing chugged the fucking DS. <laughs> <as well>. Yeah. <laughs> I not like that at all. Yeah. They tried it. It didn't really work, but I mean, it was something.
2: Yeah, I like it, it was fine, but I'm just wise. I'm just glad I, that it, it didn't really come back.
4: See, I like gimmicks like that more though than I do like the, the stuff like Mega Evolutions or like Dynamax or the Z moves or whatever the fuck it was. Like I, I like <laughs> stuff where it's like here's a new battle format rather than like here's some new way you can like transform your Pokemon mid fight and have it be this whole like game change like no don't don't like don't try to mix up the formula that way allow the the standard battling just to be the standard battling that is just sort of the core of that but then have like extra modes like double battles or other things like that like experiment that way i think there's things you can do there
3: yeah the rotation battles were also sort of a neat concept again it didn't really work that well but it was something and yeah like you said like mega evolution and Z-moves and whatever were basically just, here's a free one-shot. I mean, Mega Evolution was a bit better, but...
1: Yeah.
2: Same with Dynamaxing. Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing are just, K. Okay, you have triple your HP or double your HP, and you only have one move per type, and it lasts three turns. Go. We're Mega Evolutions, it crossing into the Digimon territory, but it actually made a lot of Pokemon a lot more valuable. valuable. Without destroying the non mega meta. Yeah, like Beedrill.
3: Make them <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Beedrill was usable online. Like Beedrill's that's, actually that's good of. now.
2: Pidgeot is a lot better. Steelix, mm-hmm. Agron. You know, like they're yeah. still in their, their usual tiers, like never used, overused, et cetera, et cetera. But I think megas and regional variants are the way to go. For adding yeah. onto regional existing Pokemon. variants,
4: I quite like. Personally,
2: I love regional
4: variants. I want to. I see love the them. New Arcanine. I can't wait. Yeah,
2: I want to see it too. But man, it's gonna be unusable. Fire Rock.
3: It's gonna be like
2: that. Fucking sucks. Rough. Oh. It's it's either going to look cool foolish or just silly foolish, and I don't I'm know what one this I want is more. It's going
3: to be a mop of fur, and it's going to have no distinguishing features.
2: It's just going to look like fur foo, but with stripes. <laughs>
3: or it's going to be like sort of flowy, like Japanese god sort of look. No, that's the two directions I could see it.
2: I think it's based off the Chinese dog statue things, isn't it? The mogways or whatever they're called.
3: Perhaps I'm not sure.
2: I can't remember what
4: they're called now. Mogwai, I'm pretty sure, was the term they used for gremlins in the movie Gremlins, but
1: Mm.
4: I don't think that's quite... Uh, I'm trying to think what the word would have been for.
2: Okay, you're definitely right. I'm thinking gremlins, but I I know (laughs) what I'm thinking here.
3: (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about. Here
2: they are right here. I got them in the in my image search, Chinese dog statue. I just don't know what they're
3: called. Oh you were you were labbing this out trying to figure out
2: what it was. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I'm labbing this shit. They're called foo dogs. Uh, okay. Google that, and that's what I'm thinking Arcanine's gonna look like.
4: I could see it. You know what else oh, I
3: can see Oh right, right.
4: I also see the end of this episode coming up here real quick. So Oh yeah, how long have we been
3: going? How'd oh we've know?
4: been going for a while. About two uh not, well, yeah, about two hours now. Uh Wow. Yeah, we've been we've been rolling. Um but we thank you guys for coming on to join us this week. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah, this thank you enjoyable. boys. Yeah. It's nice to be back, lads. Oh, we'll definitely have you back at some point. Absolutely. You think so, eh? I think so. We'd like to have 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 you one again
4: with maybe not quite so many episodes in
1: between. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was like I think I was like episode six or something the first time and then like in the tens and now it's forty. Uh yeah.
1: We hope you
4: all had a fun time tuning in, check us out this week.
0: Oh, yeah, we always appreciate you guys coming in and checking us out. Uh, we also want to give a big thank you to our good buddy Zoo, aka Blackbird Bell, for letting us use his music as our intro and outro music.
4: Absolutely. Check him out on Spotify, SoundCloud, Twitter, Bandcamp, uh, Blackbird Bell. Look him up. Um,
0: uh, yeah. We have a Twitter too, if you didn't know that. Balcony underscore banter.
4: Yeah, go check us out. I've also got a Twitter as well at BigVTheWizard. Post some art there from time to time. Come check it out. Uh, also do Twitch streaming occasionally, though not super lately, but hopefully soon again uh, with my buddy Moose. Uh, Twitch.tv slash we underscore one underscore draw. Uh, we do get on Aggie.io, draw weird shit. Come say hi. Maybe we'll draw something for you. Uh, hopefully we'll be on that again soon. But I think that's it for us this week.
0: But yeah thank you very much ladies and gentlemen for joining us on this episode Ooh, ivan is b is crazy. and ivan b is and we'll see y'all next week on the balcony <laughs> we'll what's see you final, guys what's the final word sure
2: rub butts safely friends if you don't have consent it is a crime <laughs> <laughs>